Welcome to episode six of the Perlo Podcast. Top 10 list from the South Carolina Low Country. And guess what, folks? We are on Apple finally. God bless. God bless America. We're I'm... affluent now. <laughs> hey, you're you're welcome because I have literally like hawked down people for a solid uh, hawked down anchor for a How solid long month. So we're in the top one hundred. I mean tomorrow. <laughs> I'm Obviously. joined as always by the world famous listers, Mathis. We have not eaten each other yet. <laughs> Adam. Thank goodness. I have eaten someone in my home. <laughs> and myself, Shane. I am your host. We each week will bring you a top ten list of a subject of our choice. We we have listener submitted subjects. We have ones I've thought of, ones these guys thought of, and every week I provide uh present to these guys a random one from that list. And they create their top 10 list. This week's list is top 10 NCAA basketball tournament performances of all time. It could be individual. It could be team. It could be coach. It could be single game. It could be a tournament or it could be a career. The parameters were wide open and they did a really good job with this list tonight. But before we get into the list, let's talk a little, a little current events. Tom Brady's going to the Buccaneers guys. That's definitely the biggest thing that's happening right now. I mean, people in New England, like, they're crying in their clam chowder. They're so disappointed. Uh, but, I mean, I think it's it's an organizational thing. I'm interested to see will it run as smoothly yep. without him. Because, remember, 11 wins, wasn't it? The playoffs. Yeah, 11 or 5. Yeah, I mean. I mean, you wonder is it Bel- – and you wonder if Belichick, if they, if they had the same kind of success without Tom Brady – I mean, he's already, I consider, the greatest coach in the NFL. And Tom's the greatest quarterback. But, I mean, is he – yeah, but the thing is, does now do you now really see who's responsible for the success? You know, I mean, that's, I think they had to work together, but could it have worked with somebody? Could Peyton Manning have had the same success? You know what I'm really Tom looking Brady forward had? to is for Tom Brady to become full Tampa, to just buy a house <laughs> and immediately take a second mortgage out on it and then use that mortgage to build a pool and buy a jet ski. What are the odds? Wear, and then to wear nothing but white oak leaves everywhere he goes. What are the odds that he goes to Big Cat Rescue? <laughs> that he oh, got a whole podcast needs to be committed to Tiger King. I agree. Speak, hey, speak. That thing has taken the world by storm. My wife had a call had a call today, where in her uh, her boss said, "What is it by watching and." To a person, they had all watched Tiger King. It may be the greatest documentary since. Yo, wow! I, I looked up and I realized I was four episodes in, and it felt like I was still on the first one. Yeah, it it it's like making a murderer, <laughs> but a hundred times better. Yeah, it's like making a murderer, but you took everybody from Myrtle Beach, and then you bred them with everybody from Maggie Valley, North Carolina, and then you threw tigers <laughs> in there. Perfect. Thing. Like you um, know when you, you know like when you get like it, to uh, Darlington and you really like get up in the crowd that's tail like the RV lot people at Darlington. It's like you gave all those people tigers, and that's the plot of the show. Hey, did anybody else notice that there is a that that documentary is completely monochromatic? There is not a black face. No, great. I didn't think of that. Like, to raise tigers, it, like, yeah. Lions there you go. For a living. 
like that shows you how special Mike Tyson is because he had a tiger, which shows you how nuts he was. Because well, first black of all, if we're gonna outlaw tiger. football, we <laughs> should outlaw boxing tomorrow. Because uh, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and also, like I saw on the Ocho the other day, Hedis. Did you see? Did you guys see Hedis? They're no. playing. They had a volleyball that That's they the- were playing on a ping pong table with, and they can only hit the ball at their head. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. That's definitely causing CT. Yeah, probably. I'm like you. The Ocho was great. That, we need more the Ocho, Ocho was days. Fun. I enjoyed the cup stacking. It, all food yeah, cup stacking make me sick though. What? Oh yeah, they're like so hot bad. dog eating and stuff makes me want to well, vomit. And my thing is, could they not get a little more current than the 2006 Crystal? No, that was, burger first of all, championship. I mean, the last time I had a Crystal year. Burger was in Jacksonville, Florida, in 2010, and it was so bad. I remember the date specifically, and I never went back. Because it tasted like I was eating mustard-covered sawdust. Oh, uh, last time I had one, we were coming back from Talladega. Oof. Oof. Yeah. I like a sack full of crystals, man. I like I like to get 10 of those little ones and just like yeah, eat as many as I possibly can. Yeah, because you eat your feelings with fan. them, and that's why you like them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's get into the list. Top 10 NCAA uh, basketball tournaments. I should uh, – Go ahead and tell you we're talking men's basketball uh, performances. So if a woman uh, is a basketball fan, uh, gets upset, I apologize. We st- stuck strictly to men's basketball in our list. Let's go notable omissions first. The most notable omission, absolutely disappointed in these two guys. We are top ten list from the South Carolina Low Country, and the 2017 South Carolina Gamecocks were not on either list. What an amazing run that was. Yeah, Some it was of the- fun. I enjoyed it. I mean, it w- I was yeah, twenty-seven, was fun, so I didn't but quite as hype as I would have been. <laughs> was it a gr- the greatest? Perf- it's the greatest performance by a South Carolina team, but like it wasn't the greatest in the history. I mean, I know for I know right now there is a guy sitting in Lake City that is getting ready to punch through his radio that right guy now. Already got in his car but, to drive to one I mean, of our houses. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was not the strongest year in college basketball, and they had they, they caught fire at the right time. Congratulations to them. They beat anything. they beat a they beat a lot of his, they beat <laughs> they beat one, Duke. They beat they beat three na- former national champions on their way to the Final Four. He, he's not going to give us anything. <sighs> For all, they, I'll say this: They played great defense, which you have to do in the tournament. And they got—I mean—they they got did. hot at the right time. I mean, and what I think is funny though is that they still—you take—I give you no no respect, y'all. People in Carolina still don't like Frank Martin, and I'll he took them farther than ever been. And he's an amazing—I mean, amazing tournament coach. I think at Kansas State, he made the Sweet Sixteen like every year. Also, his kids every, like him. They do like him. They like him, they, and he's a side of them, and they love him and respect him. <laughs> Every year, they're y'all want to fire Frank Who Martin does? by like the third the week of the season. Every Carolina, the Casey every Carolina fan is sure. not you. Yeah, the guy, <laughs> the guy has more ten win seasons in the SEC than every other coach in the history of the game. Gamecock basketball combined. But they do; they are bit by that disease where, like you know, they'll beat Kentucky so and lose called, to. It's called know, the chicken curse, out, my yeah. friend. It is. You'll, a tater like you would know. I literally, when I was a student there, and they won the <laughs> SEC East, they gave out shirts on campus saying the chicken curse has been broken. What happened in that SEC championship game, my good man? Moving on to the next notable omission. I was there, and it was. I was terrible. there too. 1969 <laughs> performance by Lou Alcindor was not on either list. No, I didn't put him on the list. He, I mean, he had a great performance. He took UCLA all the way. I mean, I guess there's 
some other guys, um, and you know, of course, John Wooden. But I mean, Lou Alcindor. I think he had thirty-three points in the he, championship game. He he. First of all, he probably is the greatest. He had he fifty-three about greatest points players. and thirty-four rebounds in the final four alone. Wow. Yeah. the The thing that amazes me is like he is because he was such a surly guy. Like, I'll be honest with you, the most dominating performer ever in basketball was not Michael Jordan nor LeBron James. Lou Alcindor was the most. He was Lou Alcindor then. Yeah, but he converted to Islam, so we're going to call him by his name. (laughs) And mama called him Cass. Mama called him Cass. (laughs) Um, But, like, like, the reality is, is that dude was so unstoppable, they changed the rules. Like, you couldn't dunk anymore because it was unfair (laughs) how good he he was. Um, But, and I'll be honest, and there's some bias in the fact that I never saw him play. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it's an impressive performance. And he, did he? He won three straight titles. I don't think well, he, he lost the title because he could. Uh, where you know, wouldn't won yeah. ten, and then he only yeah. lost like he went like five and a loss, or six and a loss, and then five or four more after. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Hey, the 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 most impressive part about Wooden to me, and I saw this on documentary. He everybody goes, oh, he had well, he had Bill Walton, and he had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So he won three with Kareem, two with Walton. He won five more. Yeah, that's without amazing. Them. Oh, here, here it is, guys. Hold on. <laughs> hey, here it is. His his career at UCLA. No tournament. Hold on. Let me just go from when they joined the Pac-8. All right, in '59. No tournament. No tournament. Fourth place. Fourth place. National champ. National champ. No tournament. One, two, three. <laughs> Four, five, six, seven straight national championships, third place, and then one more national title before My he retired. God, he went thirty and zero in back to back years. One of those years I'm going to talk about. That is impressive. That is just, I mean, it's so impressive. And like, and did it, and was like universally respected. Although. There was some uh, money changing hands that nobody there likes to talk I about with John Wooden. We'll take no but, trash yeah. talk of John Wooden's name. None. Right. <laughs> Next notable omission. How about Texas Western, 1966, first all black starting lineup to win a championship? Oh, yeah, UTEP now. Yep. Yep. That's and, and what's imp- the funny part of that, like how they've kind of mythologize that and like glory road they try to act like it was the first year that he had been there no not the case they had been doing that for like three years and then they went out and beat they beat that kentucky team who nobody thought could be beat every year they can't be beat <laughs> anybody know who played on the, hey anybody know who was on that team no oh it was um head coach of the heat and the knicks and the lakers What's oh that? lenny wilkins yeah pat riley oh. pat, pat riley pat riley pat riley was on that eight wow. off team yes, he was all right, next notable omission. By the way, yeah. Pat Riley, what a life in basketball he's had. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Didn't he play for the Lakers? But yeah, he won one as a Laker and he won, and he played for Adolph Rupp and then he won one he won he won them with the Heat. He won them with, you know, the freaking Lakers and he took the Knicks to one. Yeah, it's a good point. All right. <laughs> and he's been the GM of yeah, the Heat has. for several. I'll tell you what. He might have the greatest basketball career start to finish of anyone ever. We can discuss that in another list. I just want his hair. <laughs> Next notable omission. 
How about the VCU run to the Final Four? Shaka Smart. That and was a good one, and that was game. fun to watch. I remember that. Yep. It, it was. It was, and it was. Which one do you think? Do you like better that one or when Valparaiso? Valparaiso like won Jaka's one run. game. Yeah, but that it was. I don't, I don't think two. So. I can Google that. You keep going. I thought. I thought they made the. I thought they made the second game, but I remember. But I remember it was the coach's son, and he came up and he drained that yep. three to win the opener. Um, it's almost as good as that Georgia oh, yeah. State win when yeah. the co- when the coach broke his leg. <laughs> He's rolling around that little scooter, pushing off on it. You know, my favorite run shot. of all time has but, to uh, be George Mason, though. Uh, it might uh, come that, up that later. Come Let's up get later. into the I'm list. If you win. guys haven't figured it out yet, we're doing we're doing this since the way. Uh, tournament performances because we all miss it. We last Thursday was the greatest day in sports, and we didn't get to experience it because of the coronavirus. So we're just reliving great moments that take us back to our childhood. We we just thought of Bryce Drew and Georgia State and the Gamecocks and all these great things, um, all these great memories. So we'll go to these lists, and there'll be a lot more to get sp- uh, sparked up. So we're gonna start. We only have two crossovers tonight, and we'll start on Mathis' list. Mathis. Number 10 is the 2000 and what was it, 18? 2018 mm-hmm. University of Maryland, Baltimore County Retrievers, 74 is a 16 seed, and the one seed, Virginia Cavaliers, 54 upset of all time. That was one of the most fun games that was I've awesome. ever watched on TV. Because they went out there and they played so loose. Because I think they really were happy to be there. And they got there and they just like, oh, we maybe can just run by this team and they can't score. Watch us dunk the ball you as know many it times as possible. And they just kept doing it. Yeah, I, it, but it was so shocking. And then they just kind of took it away, man. They didn't just beat yes. them. They beat them yes. bad. I mean, and like in Virginia, I was, I'm, and I'm also happy that Virginia figured it yep. out and won a national yeah. title the next year because they took a lot of crap after that. But the problem was if the whole year they could not score. They were strict. They were playing defense. It was the most boring basketball on the planet. And you know, they played half. They didn't play pressure defense. It wasn't like Arkansas. It was like plotting defense. And then when it came time to find a bucket, which you need to have in the tournament, they couldn't do it. No, God, I'm. I regret not putting someone or anyone from that team on my list because that was an amazing little run they had. It was fun. They only won one game, but it was fun. All right, number 10 on Adam's list, 2012 individual performance by Anthony Davis, the freshman and then number one overall pick in the draft. The unibrow. The brow. How much fun was the brow that year? He was dominant. He averaged 13.7 points he had 12.3 rebounds he was a beast and he literally they made shirts with just his unibrow on it. <laughs> he was an icon for a year of well, college basketball what's funny he, even though he was like a one and done guy he no. didn't feel no, like he didn't. a one and done guy you know like he he felt that they and the thing about kentucky which i love is they have embraced the fact that that is supposed to be a factory and they embrace them like they've been there for years. Like, you know, how Wisconsin does it where, you know, they've been, you know, they, they know every single guy because they're – Kentucky's like, screw that. We're going to just embrace them like they've been here for years because they're leaving. They're like, they're screw leaving it. You're here March. for football and season so, and the tournament. That's how long we got to know you. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and I'll be real with you. Davis is the beginning of that freak. Like, the, like what you – Giannis Antetokounmpo? Like that – 
Yeah, like those dudes, like Davis is the first one I saw that was like that. Like with that kind of – with that excessive length and the ability to run the floor like that. I mean, he – and you see yeah. he's still dominating today. I mean, the, dude, the dude's a player. He is a stud. He, he, he was. It was fun to watch outside of it being Kentucky. All right, number nine on Adam's list, the Admiral in his 19, the Admiral, baby. 1986 first, performance. David Robinson led Navy to the Elite Eight. First, a shout-out to my boy Sam, who's living in San Antonio, a lifelong Spurs fan. Made me a Spurs fan, so I had to put David Robinson on the list. But he got Navy to the Elite Eight. That'll never happen again. In, in our lifetime, it'll never happen again. They beat Syracuse, who was a two-seat, <laughs> and he had 22 points and 14 rebounds and nine blocks versus Cleveland State and another big uh, matchup win. Like, he was a beast, and he went on to be a beast in the NBA. I remember the. I remember. I, I read Bill Simmons' book, The Book of Basketball, which is all about the NBA, and his thing is that there were – like four guys who, when you saw them, they took your breath away. And David Rock, Manute Bowl was one because they said he was purple. And then the second one was it was David Robinson because he looked like he had been chiseled out of stone. Like he was, and just like like if there had ever been a you know a body to put out there to see what what a basketball player would like, it would be David Robinson. Um, although I always question, and this is so messed up, but I always question how tough that guy is. Because I mean, and you got, and that was more of an NBA thing than it was a college thing. Because in college, he was the whole Navy team. But you know, you always he he's just smiled. You don't like friendliness, problem, and you yeah, don't you don't. I think he's pretty tough. And showing your teeth is a sign of weakness yeah. to you, because you are pre crumb magnet. <laughs> he was a good dude. He was a tough dude. Heck yeah, he and he talks Tim Duncan away. Well, but he, he but, knows how to treat people nicely. Doesn't oh, he wasn't one of the best of all time. But re- but realistically, until Duncan got there, no, and I love Tim Duncan, so I ain't gonna speak and, ill of hey, Tim Duncan. Hey, I, I I would contend that Tim Duncan's one of the five. Well, I could also players. contend that Robert Ory is the secret to winning an NBA title. So. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine on yeah, Matt's list. Bob. Let's jump back over to there. 2010 and 2011 performances by a coach, current NBA guy Brad Stevens. He took Butler oh, two Butler, man. national championships. Yes, he did. Dude, people forget he was. They were within an inch of that ball going into yeah, they were. for a national title, which they ran the most illegal play I've ever seen. I believe it was JJ Reddick was chasing. Uh, I forget the kid that shot it from Gordon Buckley. Hayward. Shot it. None of those guys ever played in the league. <laughs> but like he came over, like and I mean he gets clocked. Like Reddick takes while well, he get they, they ran a pick. They ran a pick and like he throws like a full on body block to get that shot up. And I mean that ball was online and was going in. I, everything in my mind, I was sitting in Las Vegas because that was my first ever. We don't need to go into by Wales on the and I was watching the game. <laughs> it was there. But it was, but, but, but that game was there. But I also remember though, he first of all, the fact that he took Butler to back-to-back national titles is amazing. But remember the game they played in 2011 against UConn was the worst national title game. It was, but he got Butler there. Games. It was. 53 to 41. Yeah. Nobody could score. It was so bad. It was awful. Although I might have a player from that team. <laughs> but, on the, but, but they did make it. And that's, I mean, and as a coaching job, like, again, it's Butler. And you can be a George Mason and go once, but to, to do the it title, back to back time, not the final four. Show, 
Yeah. yeah. To the yeah. game. I mean, to, to the, the one that matters. And he had Gordon Hayward. Yeah. You know, he was a lottery pick the yeah. first year. Second year, he didn't have him and took him back. All right. Now on the number eight on Mathis' list, the Dookie. He's a great first name. 2001 performance by Shane Battier. Shane Battier. Remember, that that was the first time I'd ever seen where, like, every time there was a dead ball, Duke would huddle and Battier would just sit there and blast <laughs> his teammates. And they, would shut up, and they would just shut up and listen. Like, he, he might be the greatest leader I've ever seen. In, like, it's I think Mike Chessie said after the season was they had to go back to a regular leadership model, which meant multiple guys would lead instead of just one because Battier – Instead of just one grown man fist. amongst boys. Uh, and that boys. team was good. They had Jay Williams. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know? And arguably Jay Williams' performance was better in the sense of he scored more points, but that team doesn't get there without Battier taking a 1,000 charges and doing everything yeah. to make them a better basketball team. And he also went to – I mean, you know, even before that, they, they I think two years before that, they lost they, – they had a big lead and lost to uh, Kentucky, I think. 1999. 98, they lost to UConn. But they lost before. Yeah. Khalil El-Admin was – That ain't lost to UConn, that's right. Or UConn, yeah. Yeah, they, they, were up, they were up big and he lost to them. And I, but, I mean, Battier, I think on the great – pantheon of college basketball Shane Battier in in a surprise in a different way was a was a big time player Fun fact, in I had a Shane Battier jersey um of course you did because his name was Shane exactly right number let's go over to Adam's list his number eight I actually got to watch the first two games the only two games of the NCAA tournament I've ever been to in person I've got the I got to watch this guy do it is the 08 run by Davidson Wildcat Steph Curry dude I'm you don't oh, like that, man. No, I, I like was, I like Steph amazing. Curry. I mean, there's no they, doubt. And like he, I, uh, can I, can I they, they were question. only important for a year. I live an hour and forty seven minutes from Davidson College. I looked it up. I had not heard of Davidson College until Steph Curry. I had because my dad liked to throw his SAT score in my face. And well, he, he went to firm. He He's much David. smarter than all of us. Listen to these stats from that. <laughs> Game one, they're the 10 seed. They beat the 7 seed Gonzaga. He scores 30 points in the second half, 40 total. They beat Georgetown. He scores 30. They beat Wisconsin. He scores 33. They only gave up 53 a game. He scored 33. And then they almost beat Kansas. He scored 25. Oh, third. Yeah, but you don't but, but you don't think much of Kansas. Ever. No, you know, Kansas. <laughs> Kansas won it that Shane year. Shane hates in Kansas. You know, winning that winning that conference every year. Just and then they get beat Shane by Northern Iowa man. in the second round. <laughs> makes me so happy. <laughs> oh. But I yeah, it's I mean, I would say this. Steph Curry is a sea change for the sport yeah, of basketball. Because every freaking goon kid like, started just pulling up threes thinking they were Steph Curry. Yeah, he changed the sports math. Like, dude is – I mean, he is a – I think when you look back on it, what he's done, how he will have changed the game is going to be interesting because he took the way that the, the – you know, the game had been taken over by these behemoths that could just drive to the basket and couldn't be stopped. You know, the LeBrons and the Tracy McGrady's and those kind of people and took it back to where no, shooting there became was a thing. There was actually a story about it um, when he was out that, you know, it actually kind of gave kids hope who were like, I'm a ball handler, and I can shoot, and I can run the court, and I can actually, like, play a little bit rather than, oh, I'm just physically more gifted than everyone else out here. Yeah, underrated part of his game, yeah. though, is he can defend. Like, he actually – like, he's a defender. He, is. he uh, Yeah, you're right. He 
guys like Trey Young, their careers were made because of because of Steph Curry's performance in this tournament. Absolutely. Anything to add on that? Adam? I, I kind of took your spotlight on that. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're good. All right. Go on to, go on to Burnett's next. Our thing. first crossover. Both of them have him at number seven. Really? This is the first time I think this has ever happened outside of a number one or two. Both of them have him at number seven. Bill Walton's individual performance against Memphis State, I think it's 1973. Yes. Yep. Go ahead. Go ahead, B. First of all, let's not – people hear Memphis State and think, who the hell is that? They had old rigor artists back when he could move. You know, they had Artis Gilmore, who was also, a freaking man, bro. Regular Memphis. They just dropped the state. Yeah. Well, well, what's funny is, is people forget. I mean, like, it was, well, Bill Walton was just bigger. No, Artis Gilmore was seven foot three. Like, dude was a monster, and they shut him down. Bill Walton goes 21 of 22. That is efficiency, my friend. It, 44 No points. one does like, that now. No one. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, he – Bill Walton, if his feet hadn't given out on him, what he would have been also you is know, just unbelievable. But what he did it every other weekend can't be good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no doubt. But I, I tell you, just his ability to do he what's funny is he he you hear him talk, he reveled in his teammates. Like because he's a hippie in the whole cut. I mean, he took communal living onto the basketball court. And like he was he was a seven foot hippie playing for the best coach ever in basketball. And absolutely without him, they don't win that game because that, that Memphis state had been dominant in that tournament. And he goes out there and has the game of his life and they win the national championship game. And I don't think you can take away. I, I think you've got to put that somewhere in the top 10 because big time players have to do the big things at the biggest moment. And that is the definition of that. I can't agree. I mean, you said everything I wanted to say. We, uh, there's, there's nowhere else I can go from there. It was Bill Walton. It was his moment. He averaged 23 points, 14 rebounds. I mean, he was ungodly in that game. That's, that's everything. Against and great. I think he needs to, you need a foil and artist Gilmore was that guy. And, he went out there and did it against the best. It wasn't like they didn't have a center that could play with him. He went out there and beat up a guy who was supposed to be, who people considered might have been yeah. better. All right. You know, a guy who's in the Naismith Hall of Fame. Number six on Adam's list, the original one and done, Mellow 2003 best. performance. Mellow with Syracuse. Oh, I, I dislike Melo so much. Melo is everything I hate about the Mello, NBA. You cannot deny the 2003 NCAA men's basketball tournament where Melo put the team on his back. Yeah, I mean, he, he did. There's no doubt. And, the, and he's a phenom of a player. I just – there's something about him and the way he plays that I just he, – he's such a – he's almost a throwback oh, to the old school gutters. Oh, he's an insanely selfish human being. You know, that doesn't matter. Yeah. But, you know, but you're right. That team, what's funny is that was one of the, like, didn't they go? No, I think they were like a three seed, but they had Jerry McNamara and Akeem Warwick. Yeah, they beat Oklahoma State. They beat Oklahoma. They beat Texas. They beat Kansas. They were loaded up. Yeah. But go ahead and the tell me why Carmelo was great. I got, go, the perf- I mean, my just, God, man. Like, what do I have? Uh, he went 33 and 14 <laughs> against the Longhorns. They were a three seed. 
He averaged 20 <laughs> points and nine rebounds. Yeah, I mean, no question that that yeah. that year he was, and also he, hey, and 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 also here's another reason to hate him. I had to hear five thousand Jim Beheim freaking interviews, which oh, he is like what, a professional. What you got to remember is that's just me. he was. <laughs> I'm a big big. I'm, I'm a big oh, East hater. Big I'm a big East. time. Yeah, big the, East. The, the old school Big East was amazing. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, OG but big East. the. But what he did as a freshman was unprecedented because if you were as good as Mello, you went straight to the NBA at this time. You didn't go to college for a year or two. You went straight no. to the league. So guys like Mello playing were, were you know, amazing to have in, in college basketball. Yeah, they were, they were, like you said, they were phenoms because you had had guys like, I'm going to use South Carolina guys like Kevin Garnett and Jermaine O'Neal who went straight from yep. high school up into, you know, they went to the association. Kwame Brown. But like, Yes, but <laughs> Kwame, Kwame Brown. I mm, there's a, there, there's a name. <laughs> All right, let's jump over to uh, Mathis' list before we take a commercial break. This one I found interesting, and then I researched it, and I said, you know what? He, he might be right. He's on to something. I might say it's a notable omission, but you say it's number six. The 2011 performance by Jimmer Fredette. Jimmer! Dude, and listen, and Jimmer gave a lot of white <laughs> guards a lot of hope in high school basketball that year. But say what you want to, the dude was a scoring machine. We might as well put like, Adam Morris. <laughs> yeah, but I looked at He was overrated. He's, Jimmer's better. Hey, J- Jimmer actually sh- – Jimmer showed up. In every game they had, even the loss, he scores 35 points. Like against Florida, they beat, I mean, they go out there and they, you know, he's 34 against Gonzaga and 32 against Wofford, which I, it's, but still 34 against Gonzaga. And, and he, he takes them to the Sweet 16. BYU going and showing up at a Sweet 16, they can't drink tea, they can't eat any, you know, real food. And, you know, they're too busy trying to, you know, find their 18th wife. And Jimmer Fredette takes him to Sweet 16. Dude was a absolute, you know, man out there on the court. And he's currently playing in the Chinese Basketball Association. I he beat Wofford. You hate him because he beat Wofford. Yeah, I do hate him because he beat Wofford. You good Methodist. He's also the son of a, <laughs> of a famous alum from Wofford. So. My, yeah, my dad is famous. All right. Uh, before we continue on with the list, we're going to take a quick second and listen to a word from our sponsors. A word from our sponsors. <laughs> so, so much better this time. And we're back. Thank you. I'm much, much better. I actually wrote something down this time to prepare for, for the ad. So, okay. <laughs> we're moving on. I'm sure I won't hear that on a loudspeaker in September. Um you totally will. But on to Mathis number five, the <laughs> I would say the original Final Four Cinderella. I don't know. The 2006 George Mason Patriots. Yep. Love it. Dude, hey, George Mason. Let's just go through who they played. They beat Miss they beat Michigan State. 
They beat North Carolina. They beat UConn. They beat LSU. Like, they didn't get to play. It wasn't like that year like St. Joe's went deep where they got to play, you know, they were a one seed, so they played the absolute sisters of the poor to start with. They had to walk through traditional power to traditional power to get there. And let's just look at who was on that team. I believe it's Lamar Butler, uh, Tim Burns, Florian Campbell, and Jai I don't know. I don't know who those Jai are. Laris, I believe is his name. Jai Lewis. Yeah, exactly. You don't know them because nobody knows them, and they went to a Final Four. Like that is absolutely amazing. And you're right; they are they are the real cinder. People talk about Villanova, but they still have some basketball tradition. George Mason. They just had that, they that just had two was their coach Jim Laranega, baby. No That's right, and Miami. Ho 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 ho. Is Jim, that's back when he was Jim Larry. Yeah, yeah. He put hey, the you in, look him up on he put, he, he's got that yeah, in yeah, above his head now. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he adds the in yay when he goes to Miami, hey, which is such crew, a pandering baby. move. Which is important, it, though. Everyday crew. I'm gonna tell you, if Fiddler ever goes to Miami, his name is going to be Stayon. <laughs> All right, let's jump over to Adam's list. We're gonna, I'm, I'm gonna do something here. I'm gonna combine his five and his four because I think they. They are the same, and I appreciate yep, and I that. think they go together. It's Bird and Magic, 1979. Dude, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, 1979, NCAA championship game. But even more important than that, Larry Bird got Indiana State to the final four. To the championship game. Yes, to the championship game. And they also – that set up the 80s in basketball because it was their rivalry that was the 1980s. It was Celtics and Lakers for the next 10 yes, years. Yes, you're right. And I'll tell Indiana you what, State, he had to with his doo mustache, team, and on they his absolutely back. like. My bad, my bad. Indiana State, but the best part is though is that they like Magic and him said they went in there, they were going to shut his country butt down. Like they they hounded him to, all night long in that game. And uh, yeah, uh, it, you're absolutely. That's a good. I looked at it. It's a really good pick. But my hard part was I didn't want to make it. You're looking at two performances, and it and you you did it solid by picking it in two places, and it's exactly what you should do because both of them deserve. Both of them had a great tournament. And I put Magic, Magic just had the better team and, and played better in the combat. as the four. And Larry I like what you five. did. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't think you can argue no. that those aren't two of the best NCAA tournament performances of all time, and they just ha- so happen to happen in the same. And year. they happen to set. The, the basketball world sure. up for another decade. I just think that I think yeah. the whole story's cool. Oh, everything about it is cool. Oh yeah, they, yeah. Oh, they saved the NBA. Like the NBA would have had a hard time. Like they they were had sagging rate. Well, this they went through that waiting. whole ABA. Thing. I mean, they were because Bird was already drafted. Yeah, like they, like it was a real deal. Like they abs, they say basic. What we know is professional basketball yes. starts with bird and magic when they show up. I don't up. disagree. All right, and we're gonna jump over to Mathis list. His number four, I think, is this Roy Williams' first title? Two thousand five Tar Heels. Yep. Yeah. Yes, sir. Whoa. It certainly is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is, is the original. This and is the the. You're right. Yeah, you're right. This oh, is, okay, because Larry Brown was the bo- the bogus class right. team. Th- this is at this is yes. Hey. This is this is after Darty had run UNC yes. into the ground. Oh, my remember that God, after he came, right. Bill Guthrie kind of 
kept it going after Dean yeah. left and Roy wouldn't come yeah, the whole first and then Doherty just tanked it. We just have to win. Yep. And, and if you remember, Roy gets beaten the title game. Yeah, exactly. By Maryland. I don't know who it was. Gets beaten the title game. And they ask him in the in the room. He's like, are, like, are you going to North Carolina? He goes, the only thing I'm worried about is this team. Next day, goes to North Carolina. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Hey, right, right after he gets his AD fired. And his AD blames yeah, him the, for crushing his dreams and that taking all his stuff away. It's a sad day for college athletics <laughs> when a basketball coach has the power to hire and fire a university's athletic director. <sighs> he had the choice to either crush me with his power or influence or let me fly with my visions for a better, better total program. He chose to crush me. Yeah. Oof. Are you listening? Are, Are you, you listening, listening? Columbia? Yeah. Ding, 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 Are ding, you ding, listening? Ding, But anyway, 2005 UNC was Sean May, Rashad oh, McCain, Raymond Felton. Raymond, Ray, Raymond Felton, he was so fun to watch because he only felt comfortable handling the ball at full tilt speed. Like he, If he had to stand there and dribble, he'd kick it off his foot. But if he could just fly down the floor, he had complete control of the game. And, this, I mean, it, and as moody as McCants was, he kind of played within the system – that yeah. year, and then Sean May was just that guy. Like he was a, I mean, I, I don't think I think he ended up listing out at six nine and was a post player. Like, but they they made all the right passes. Roy got them to play his brand of basketball. It was, and I'll be honest, that Illinois game was entertaining. Illinois in the national championship players. because that that was yes, uh, yes that's what it was. That was Darren Williams. That yeah, was the, Darren the little Williams guy with the little dreads. Yeah, was, was it good. D Brown? Was that the other one? Yeah, was that Juice Williams? No, he was the quarterback. Yeah, like they, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, it understand was, if you're paying attention. <laughs> but I said it, but it it was a it was a fun team, and it was kind of a resurgence of North Carolina basketball. You know, it was really because you know everybody loves North, even people who don't like North Carolina basketball oh. respect what North Carolina basketball is, and it was not no, that for the Dirty, three years prior. And yeah, second yeah. round knockout, and, so, and even towards <laughs> then they got beat by Penn final. State under Dory. And what's amazing is Bill Guthridge was quote unquote bad, and he had two Final Four appearances and an ACC right, title. Right, right. That's like he's like Frank Solich. I, I'm gonna say the most imp- the most impressive part, the interesting part to me though, and I think Dean Smith is a great basketball coach, but if you look at titles one, he won. He what? won. Did he win two. No, he or won. One? I think he won like, maybe three. <clears throat> He won one with Jordan, and then he won no, he one in the two. Chris Webber game. So he won two. Wow. And 93 yeah, was that's a it. Like, one. So, so he's Joe Pa. Yeah, I will say this. Hey, in, in the big scheme of things, to say that Krzyzewski's not better than him I agree. Is, okay, is really not true. And, and currently – and currently there, I probably have like a red dot on my chest from some North, well, North Carolina, Carolina basketball fans right are now. just the Alabama but, fans I mean, of different years. So. <clears throat> Fun fact, absolutely. my high school uh, basketball coach uh, played for Dean Smith at Chapel Hill and had the first three-point basket ever, and he was a crazy person <laughs> who sat around draining threes all day and chewing on cigars. <laughs> okay, that is a fun fact. On to number three for math. What's his name? Raleigh Massimino, is that his name? 1985. The eighth, weren't they yes, the 
first of all, they, that was the year they expanded the tournament. Wow. They would not have gotten in had the tournament not expanded. Like it, like they were, they lost their conference tournament. They got in. They were not, they did not think they would get in. They got in and then they proceed to just make their way through. And then they played the Georgetown team that had, not, that had beaten five slamma jamma the year yep. before. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I mean, but, but the way they did it to me was, it was so cool because their biggest thing that Georgetown did was they could get out and run off any missed basket because Ewing would just suck up all the rebounds, get the ball out, and then it would just run. And by that point you were down and what were you going to do? So Villanova combats that with just never missing. Like they just, they did not miss a, wow. they missed one shot in the second half. One. They go 20, they go 22 for 28 in the game. But to tell you how good Georgetown is, they missed one shot, right? They They're win 66 to, to 64. They beat, they beat nine seed Dayton, <laughs> one seed Michigan, four seed Maryland, two seed North Carolina, two seed Memphis, and one So they beat the Georgetown. best along the way. They earned it. They beat the best along their way. They beat a – and then in terms of rankings, they beat a number one, a number five, a number seven, and a number Jeez. two. You get there. Yeah. They, they, I mean, it, they were – they were a special team, and not and, and Grant. They had like six guys get drafted. Does anyone else want to go watch? So it wasn't like they were the bad. I do, absolutely were, do. Oh, that's, that's a, really a great transition, one, especially when they start. That's a great start looking at we're football versus Adams basketball. Money. Adams number really three, we're going to see later on Mathis, so we'll talk about then. But Adams number two would probably be my number one. It's the two two thousand eleven, and I think this goes from Big East tournament. The bright lights of MSG all the way through the final, Kemba yes. Walker. <clears throat> also, in some of the like the final years of the Big East tournament being like, the Big think East about tournament. it. It was that's where all the celebrities. I thought the Big East tournament during that time was better than the NCAA tournament as far as like ESPN was there, better than oh, it just it was just well yep. it was it was also first of all, it's in the cathedral. Not to mention, not to mention the fact that yeah, it's the right. one conference right. where yeah, they absolutely care more about basketball. 100% right. Like that was a basketball conference. The yeah. final of that year was that's the Butler year. UConn and Syracuse, a classic oh, one in the um, yeah, Big East tournament. Yeah, you talking about Big but East? Kimball Walker in the NCAA tournament that year. Yeah, I mean they were a nine seed. He averaged twenty three points, six rebounds, five assists. He had 36 versus San Diego State, 33 versus Cincinnati. He did everything for that team. He was a one-man team in 2011, and he willed them, and back to episode one, using the word willed a lot, he willed them to an NCAA title. He did in one of the most doo-doo games ever to be played on a national championship stage. Oh, God, it was terrible. Yeah, Mm mm-hmm. Just hey, listen. He won one for a guy who's the second best the basketball thing, coach in Shane his, about Burnett. In his Burnett college. Can't so it's all good. Anyone no. have anything? He cannot. <laughs> no one can win stuff. No one can be good at anything. There's always a catch to it. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you, man. I mean, I it. You know, so I had to, we were getting a long way oh, we too well for this episode, we so were, I had to we come at way, you a little bit. Like, we I felt like it was necessary. Agreement. We really had to, you know, hammer each other. Yeah, exactly. At some point, you had to say something. Here, I'll, I feel I'll like take a, a shot, shot at Jim Calhoun. Okay, man. I mean, Jim you know, Calhoun was good. I mean he he had he, best players money could buy playing for Danny Ford right there. Coach in any college sport 
except for soccer and lacrosse. <laughs> go go back to the Big East tournament. I know it's an NCAA tournament list. <laughs> they played five straight nights. Yes, in Madison Square Garden. And the best part is their coaches genuinely did not like each other. Like, like Thompson and Bayhab don't get along. <laughs> and and also, was it uh, what was home? No, UMass uh, wasn't in that. Went with that no, group, they, were they? No, you, who went? Where was Patino? Was at Louisville then? Because they played. No, but no, no. But where was Patino when Patino was in the Providence? Big? Providence. Providence. He was at yeah, Providence. St. John. Calipari right? was at Calipari. Was UMass? Providence. Yeah, the whole, I'm talking about. Yep. That's they were when like him the and Cheney get something. into it, and they have that weird, that like, Jim yeah. rant. To kill him? Yeah, they Not had that. Jim Cheney. Yeah. Yes, at the press conference. Yeah. My how their careers have changed. Yeah, it's it does, that's Jim Cheney, right? Yeah, he, like, he absolutely, like, for when he goes out there, and, like, that that is one of the greatest press conferences of all time, where he, like, threatens like to kill him in front of like, the right, national media. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, especially because right. you know Jim Cheney. Jim Cheney's the OC like, at Tennessee. Jim Cheney is John the morbidly Cheney, obese John. offensive coordinator for the University of Tennessee. <laughs> oh, I said the Big East thirty for thirty though is amazing because as much money as that, that was a basketball conference, and they were they you know that was the basketball conference. They were dwarfed by a bad football conference. Like I mean, football brought in more money. The basketball did, even at the best conference in basketball. Guys, it's I found the John Cheney quote. Do you yes. want me to read? Bleep yourself. <laughs> All right. Oh, please. Cheney entered the conference mid-speech, called him an Italian son of a, <laughs> accusing Calipari of manipulating the referees. When Calipari <laughs> attempted to respond to the ac- accusations, Cheney yelled, "Shut up, GD!" and proceeded to charge the stage before being stopped by security. While being held back, Cheney shouted. When I see you, I'm going to kick your... As security restrained Shaney, he repeatedly yelled, I'll kill you, and angrily admitted to telling his players to knock your (laughs) blank kids in the mouth. Shaney received a one-game suspension for the incident. And in 2020, (laughs) you lose the season. God bless. Different time. All right. Let's slide over to Mathis List. Also an angry coach here. 1990, the original Zion Williamson, the running Rebels, UNLV. And his I grandma? cannot express to you my love for Larry Johnson. I had a, when he, like, my, yes, I'm telling you now, for my, when I was a kid, my allegiance to NBA basketball teams all depended on where Larry Johnson went. And that's how I became I'm a so Nick sorry. fan, and I'm still a Nick fan to this day, and it's very sad, and I cry. And I cry every single day, and Dolan should be like tied up <laughs> and sent to back to the bowels of hell. Um, and he even, I mean, when you piss off Spike, it's completely wrong. But that running Rebels team, first of all, you know, that and, is wrong. And somebody will use the word thugs to describe them, and that's just wrong because Greg Anthony was their point guard, and he was the head of the young Republicans at their college. Like they just played. They played fast. They played up-tempo basketball. They defended. Once again, everybody wants – when you score a lot of points, everybody goes, oh, it's all about the offense. No. You have to start out by stopping the other team, and that's what they did. Um, that 1990 year also was the year that Loyola had the kid die. 
and you know his buddy came out and shot the first free throw every game left-handed and it was a real emotional year and i once again this also i looked up because i was not yeah, I was about to say, my God, five years man. old of the running rebels but yeah but i i like larry johnson that much and so and so I watched the, you know, I've watched all the documentaries. All thing. And first of all, Tark biting that damn, yeah, biting that stupid towel, looking like a bulldog, you know, and just like, just absolutely a monster. But Larry Johnson, that cat had averaged like 22 and you know, 12 he started with the Hornets in the, in the entire tournament. The, oh, I was a Hornets fan, but when he moved, I moved. Yeah, that's so like, but let's be real. Everybody else we talked about, like, they had some close games. They no, had they one were, close yeah. game against Ball And State Duke was a part of that. Everybody here, else. Here are their yeah, scores. Let's go through. They sh- 102 to 72. Yeah. 76 to 65. <laughs> 69 to 67. 131 wow. to 101. 90 to 81. And then against Duke in the championship game, 103 that to 73. Team brings us to Mathis number one and Adams number three. <laughs> Adam describes it as the 1992 Leitner performance and really the moment against Kentucky, but Mathis describes it as Leitner's career. Okay, I actually get why I see. I just did individual performances in one season, but you could say Leitner is the NCAA tournament for his career in the NCAA tournament. A title. Yes. Hey, four Final Fours. Like, he, he went to the pinnacle four times, two championships. Like that dude, it is. Tell me if there's anybody else that personifies no, college basketball more than Christian Leitner. <laughs> he is college basketball. I hate Christian Leitner. Yeah, he is college basketball. Yeah, and what's funny is I think I would have had I watched him play more, I would have probably hated him in the moment. But as I watch it now, I appreciate the way he played. Like as a coach, I appreciate the fact that yeah. that dude was mean, nasty, I mean, and just flat. Was dem- and you hear more about him. He was so demanding <laughs> yeah. of his teammates. Yeah. He's like he was Battier before Battier. Yes. Yeah. He, yeah. He he holds five NCAA tournament records to this day, because nobody stays long enough to have that many tournament no. appearances, and definitely doesn't go that far. You know, I mean, he is an absolute beast. And his game wasn't going to translate because he wasn't fast enough to play the NBA yep. game. And even then, he still was like an all-star. He, I mean, he, he did some positive things in the league, but he just wasn't. But he was made for college basketball and made for Duke because Krzyzewski is, you know, old rat face is going to make sure you play defense and you're going to be hard-nosed. And by God, that's, that's a good Supposedly, problem. Supposedly, he had to well, separate him and Hurley every single day. I just like that day. they just cloned him years later and made J.J. <laughs> Hurley. <laughs> yeah, they just took Hurley and they were like, you're J.J. Reddick now. Go, my son. Um, Get sleeve and tattoos. And no one, no head. one loves Christian Leitner more than my brother-in-law, Zach, and my friend, Michael, both from Kentucky. They are big Wildcat fans, but that's the one guy they're like. No, and I'm being very sarcastic because they hate that son of a gun. No, I'm aware. (laughs) I'm also being sarcastic with you. They they probably they're probably punching me through the podcast right now. And say what you want to, like, dude, he played clutch in such big games, man. Like he made that shot. I mean, the the hit that turnaround, which. I'm telling you, that Lexington rejoices at that time, comment. But whatever, it's still he made the play. <laughs> um, 
They just poured it. <laughs> yeah, dude, Burn a couch. Dude, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is a – I mean, he was – he actually like he is the tournament. That's the best explanation, game. You're absolutely right. When you think of what college basketball and the NCAA tournament is, you think Christian Leitner. Whether you like him or hate him, he is what college basketball yeah, I mean, is. One time and he NBA is March Madness. Is college basketball. And let's slide over to Adams number one. What he says is the greatest <laughs> NCAA uh, performance in the men's basketball tournament, 1988, Danny Manning. So every podcast, I have my troll pick, right? This is my troll <laughs> pick at number one. <laughs> and you know, Larry Brown and was you know Jay number hates one. Kansas. <laughs> yes, Larry Brown was the head coach for this team. He's replaced by Roy Williams after this game because Larry Brown's like, ooh, I got to go. They're, they're coming <laughs> for me. Well, let's be real. Larry Brown can't stay anywhere longer than four <laughs> yeah. years because you get tired, you get tired of having the yeah. owl coach you. Get, you. <laughs> You get tired of having the Tootsie Pop owl. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but that Remember was when he was going to turn He got to get into the tournament. They just couldn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, no, lots of they got they, the they got they got put on probation or something, but they were real good. Something happened. Hey. Yeah, I think he was like paying people to stab other people <laughs> yeah. to get recruits. That's that's what I go with. To be fair, win, win, to be fair, Winter <laughs> gets the tournament yeah. a lot. So just putting that when out he was there. there. Now he's at Wichita. Um, <laughs> Danny Manning, I picked him uh, based purely off research. He averaged uh, twenty-seven points, nine That's rebounds. Impressive. They were a six seed, and he took them to the national title game. He had twenty-five points and ten rebounds, seven blocks against Duke in the Final Four, and then had thirty-one points and eighteen rebounds, uh, beating Oklahoma in the championship game. Well. All I you can't you can't deny that. And once again, as it well, the funny part when you look at this is when you realize that college basketball Very is a so. different game than professional basketball. Because think about what we've looked at. How many of these teams we talk about had like NBA stars on? Like even even prior to like the you know leave early one and done kids. Like I mean, we just talked about people and that don't they they just it's a different game. And I think that's also why a no, lot I mean, of people like, love it like, is because it is a different example. game. You know, it, it, Danny Manning is a two-time NBA All-Star. Christian Leitner is a one-time fun. NBA All-Star. Both of them won championships. Uh, Steph Curry, who didn't win one, is a six-time NBA All-Star and a three-time Kawhi. NBA champion. Kawhi, perfect example. Yeah. Exactly. It's – it's like it's like they're playing a different game, and they are because it. And the thing is, I think partially is the coaches have so much more pull in college basketball, as far as like the way you play. And the NBA, I think it's more than any other professional sport. The NBA is a partnership between coach and player, much more so than any other and, thing. Where and you're going to play the way the players want to play because they control the yeah. they control the team. Yeah, football football coaches have the most control. Because of the way the salary structure works, but the NBA man, like, those dudes, the GM and owner, will do you will do wants. what LeBron wants. He can't like stop that, getting coached yeah. fired. Well, guys, great <laughs> job on this list. It, it you know fills that void of the NCAA tournament. Not not really, but uh, enough to say we got a smile tonight. And for those listening, you'll get a smile thinking back to some of these great moments that a lot that we had during our lifetime and 
some before our lifetime. Um, Unless you're a Wake Forest basketball fan, and then I reminded you that Danny Manning is your coach, and his record is He terrible. did beat Duke this year. Yep. Remember what? those cool Chris that Paul years? Tim Duncan and was Dave Tim Duncan before that. Never forget. <laughs> never forget Randolph Childress <laughs> in the ACC tournament, 27 points in the first half or whatever. Oh, I do remember right. Randolph Childress. So, notable omissions. Most notable omission, of course, the 2017 run by the uh, South Carolina Gamecocks led by Frank Martin. Um, Adams' number one was 1988. Uh, performance uh, by Danny Manning and Mathis number one was Christian Leitner's entire career. So pretty good job guys. Um, Later this week, we will drop another uh, podcast because we ain't working. So maybe we'll do it. (laughs) Oh yeah, you're right. Sorry. Not true again. I I have office hours every day from 10 to 11 (laughs) and 1.30 to 2.30. I've done nothing but contact students from 8 to four you're right every i'm sorry day. contact assignments some of us are professionals and some of us aren't war zone update <laughs> war zone update um has been some movement because shane is moving up he now has five wins uh adam is creeping towards double digits at nine and i am leading with 13 so I will separate myself as, if Shane as always should be. <laughs> but, um... Here I come, brother. All right. So, um, oh. if you want to contact us, if you don't like our list or you know a list that you want to uh, share with us that you think we should do, you can – you probably know our phone number. <laughs> Chances are you know us personally. Or you can email us at Perlo Podcast. We are on Apple now. P-E-R-L-O-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. For you Iran listeners, I hope you're not one that got the COVID um, because I know – Jesus and it's, it's like – It's dead. I really hope you're not dead. If you're one of our really, really Iran afraid. listeners, one, oh. I hope you're having a lovely day. And two, <laughs> we'd love to know more about Shia Islam. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we would. Please – you know, I'll tell you what. Iran listener, you contact us. We're bringing you on for top 10 something, and we'll figure it out. And we're going to send you a T-shirt. Ab- we're absolutely. Screen print oh, ab- one and send absolutely. you are getting a T-shirt, no doubt. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's coming, folks. We will have Hello, podcast soon. swag. Um, as long as our, you know, listens get up. <laughs> made it, made made it the finest badger material money can buy <laughs> appreciate y'all listening check us out end of the week have a great Wednesday <laughs>